0: Welcome to the Mum Boss Podcast hosted by me Renee O'Neill. I'm your host, life and business coach for mums and a mum of two myself. I'm here to help you be the present mum you're wanting to be whilst also having a successful business because you can have both. It doesn't have to be one or the other. You have come to the right place if you're a mum who dreams of time and financial freedom and wants to be fulfilled in life alongside motherhood. This podcast is a place where you can come to be inspired and empowered whilst also getting tangible tips, advice and strategies to help you in your life and business. So let's dive in. So in today's episode, I wanted to share with you my top three tips to being an organized mum, because being a mum, it it can be quite overwhelming and we're always juggling so many things at once. So when we've got all these things going on in life, if we're not organized, it can actually have a massive effect on not only how we feel, but also how we show up in life, You know, in the way that we're acting. We act or we behave or how we speak or the level of patience we might have. I know for me personally when I'm feeling unorganized, it does have a massive effect on me. it makes me really impatient with the kids um, I feel so stressed and overwhelmed that I procrastinate a lot and I don't get a lot of my the things done that I need to or want to do and it seems like. Being unorganized in the home is a big part of it because when you're unorganized in your environment, it tends to have a big impact on how you're feeling as well. So, you know, it might be things like inside the cupboards are really unorganized because over time, you know, I've just thrown things in the cupboard or I might have a mess where you know in my garage area in particular I tend to just dump a lot of things so it might be that or you know just not being on top of the cleaning as often as I'd like to be those kinds of things but also when my schedule isn't being managed well you know if I'm forgetting things if you know I've all of a sudden realized it's someone's birthday in a couple of days and you know I hadn't Hadn't thought about a present or, you know, all these little things, but they actually do make such a big difference in how we're feeling. Now, I'm going to be really honest here that being organized isn't the only thing to look at in these sorts of situations because often it actually is our mindset, you know, the thoughts that we're having that are actually what's creating us to feel this overwhelm and this stress feeling that we might have. But I will say that being organized in general does obviously make a difference too. Now these top three tips of mine to help you become more organized are things that you can implement and really see if they can help shift you from being in that unorganized state to feeling more calm and content and in control of your life again. So my first tip is to create routines. Now, routines are ways to help us create habits that eliminate decisions. And as mums especially, we have so many decisions to make each and every day that having a set routine honestly does make life so much more easier and also more streamlined. And a bit of a fun fact is, on average, we make 32,000 decisions a day. A day. 32,000. That is crazy to me. So anything to eliminate decisions to make your life a little bit easier, in my opinion, is a great idea. Now, I have a few routines in particular that I think are really, really important. And I'll share with you a bit of an example of each of those now. So my first one is having a morning routine. Now, I have actually covered um, my, my exact morning routine in an earlier podcast. So if you go to episode three, you'll be able to listen to that and get a real deep dive into my actual morning routine. But in general, my morning routine is really set up to help my morning become more effortless. Now, you might find that your mornings are chaotic and a rush. And so by having a routine, it will help slow things down and allow your mornings to run a little bit more like clockwork. So my typical mornings work like this. I wake up and I then have some me time straight up. So I'm awake typically before my children each and every morning so I will apply my essential oils, I'll do a five or ten minute meditation, I will journal, enjoy my cup of tea. I then, if the kids are or aren't up, either way I guess, um, I get myself dressed and ready for the day and then I get the kids and I breakfast. So I should mention here that hubby starts work before we're even out of bed. So unfortunately he's not around in the morning to help out. So it's just me and the kids all by ourselves. Um, but I get the three of us breakfast and then I get the kids dressed and ready as well. Then we move on to brushing our teeth and going out the door. Now i obviously this sounds pretty basic, you know, you're probably thinking to yourself, yeah, I do all of those things myself too, but it's the exact steps each and every morning that create that routine. So it does just become like clockwork and it's so much easier rather than having a chaotic rush of, you know, you've you've slept in, the kids are waking up late, you know, all these other things that of course can still happen and they still happen to me too, you know, no one's perfect, but Having that structure really does just make things a little bit easier now the next routine that I think is also just as important is a night routine now again, I've also gone into um, my exact night routine in a podcast um and that was episode four so if you want to get you know to know what I do exactly in my night routines, then go and check that one out. But within my night routine, I have things that help me have a little bit more balance in life. And that also set me up for a really good night's sleep and also allow my mornings to become a little bit easier as well. So my night routine starts once the kids are in bed. Now, this used to be 7 o'clock, but I'll be honest, now that I've gotten a little bit older, it's tending to be more around that 7.30 mark. Um, but once they're in bed, I then have an hour that I set myself, and that's called power hour. So power hour is basically just where I catch up on things. So it might be tidy up the kitchen, put the washing away, unpack the dishwasher, um, all those sorts of little jobs that I might not have finished throughout the day. And then I also make the lunches for the next day. So that way I don't have to do that in the morning time because I've done that the night before They're prepped and ready to go to grab the next day. Um, now I also get all the bags ready for the next day as well. So school bags, my handbag, all that kind of thing. I'll also grab out, All of our outfits and shoes and all of that kind of thing for the next day as well. So each outfit is laid out ready to go. So again, that morning time comes. I don't have to think about what I'm going to wear because I've already laid it out ready for me, ready for the kids just to chuck on and get going. So that makes a big difference as well. Now from there, it's generally about another hour, and that section of time is honestly changes evening to evening. So sometimes I could be doing coaching calls with my clients. Sometimes I'm doing some study. Sometimes I'm spending time with my husband and other times I'm just simply having me time and watching reality TV. But once it's reached 9.30 at night, that is when I get ready for bed and start winding down. So I'll do skincare, brush teeth, I'll turn on the diffuser in the bedroom with our sleep essential oils, get into bed, and then I'll journal and read a little bit. Um, And I generally aim to be asleep by 10 p.m. each night. So obviously that's not always perfect either, but that's the typical night routine as well. So as you might be able to tell, these routines are really simple. They are customized to me, but they really do help me become more organized and also more intentional with my time as well. Because when you're in that stressed and overwhelmed state, we do tend to procrastinate a lot. Um, And so this just avoids that from happening. Now, my second tip is to keep a calendar or diary. And this is just to help us schedule our time and also so we don't have to rely on our memory because I personally would not trust mine. <laughs> um, without a diary or a calendar, whatever you might refer to it as, I honestly don't think I'd remember much. I've I've gotten really bad at this because I have had a, a schedule system for so long now that I actually really heavily rely on it that I do I just don't think I'd trust myself to remember anything. <laughs> now I just simply use the calendar on my phone. I find that the easiest because my phone is always with me, so I have access to that t- schedule wherever I am. The other thing I like about it is because with a a you know, a paper diary if you have to make any changes, you've got to actually cross something out in your diary and put it somewhere else. Whereas being digital, you can just pick things up and move them around quite easily. Um, The other thing I like about having a schedule on my phone is I can actually set notifications to remind me of things. So say for argument's sake, it is someone's birthday coming up, I can set a notification to remind me a week prior So I've got that week leading up to remember to go and buy a present. So it's little things like that or um, yeah, anything where I'm going to need to, in advance, remind myself about something in particular, I will set that reminder notification. And that in itself just really helps because it just clears my mind from having to remember it on my own. (laughs) Now, the things that I keep in this schedule is everything. <laughs> it's birthdays, it's events, appointments, um, kids' playdates, the kids' activities, swimming lessons, all those kinds of things. Um, now, because I'll be honest, I'm a little bit OCD, I color code each of these things. So my daughter, her color is pink. So anything in my calendar that is color coded pink, I know that's related to her. Um, and then business is blue, that kind of thing. So I can look at my calendar and know what each of these things are for as well at a glance, which I find really helpful because again, when we're mums, we are juggling so much. You know, we've got family commitments, we've got our own personal things, we've got work, we've got businesses, all these things that we've got going on at once. So I do find that color coding really helpful as well. But honestly, I just don't know what I would do without a schedule because it really does just make life so much easier and you can look at your day ahead and go, okay, these are the things I've got on. Where have I got time to fit in XYZ? It just helps you visually see what your day looks like and that in itself is very, very helpful. And then, my third tip is to set three priorities per day. So, despite the fact that you might have a lot of things to do each and every day, when you write them all down into a big long to do list, that in itself can feel really overwhelming. And so, what I find helpful is just to write down my top three priorities for the day. And this really just enables you to really focus on what's most important but it also means that you're not overwhelming yourself with this huge list of things to do as well. I actually find that when I do this and I sit down and go, okay, I've got a million things to do today, but what are my top three things that are like, I have to get these things done. I'll write them down. And then I find once I've done them for the day, I've actually got more time than I thought left over to do other things. But because I'm in a role with it and I feel accomplished because I've ticked those three things off the list, I actually tend to then keep going and get a heap more other things done. So that's just a good way to almost trick your brain into releasing that stress feeling and and making you feel more accomplished as you go. So that is a really good one to definitely try. Um, Even if you don't implement anything else, just doing that alone, I think would make such a difference to not only how you feel, but also obviously how you show up as well. So they are my top three tips in being more organized as a mum. I hope that you find it helpful and I hope you can implement even just one of these because I just know the shift that these things have made in my life And, you know, it is about baby steps. It's not about trying to change a million things at once, of course, but being aware of things, having some strategies that you can put into place to really help you will obviously make a difference um, and help you really stress less and live more, which is what I'm all about (laughs) Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. To learn more, you can go to reneeoneal.com. I'm so grateful for you being here and super glad you've taken the time out for yourself to tune into today's episode. If you loved the episode, don't forget to hit subscribe so you can catch the next one when it's released. Also, if you share this podcast to your Instagram stories and tag me at renee.oneal, I will be sure to send you a little gift straight to your DMs as a thank you.